welcome to Offkey, a member and labs podcast about music's professionals for non-music professionals. I'm your host, Linda Arnold. Hi, and welcome back to Off Key. This week, I'm chatting with Haley Blay, a singer-songwriter from Kelowna, BC, who is currently living in Vancouver. I had a really great chat with Haley about how she got started in music, the evolution of her career on YouTube, and most importantly, whether she thinks of herself as a Grace or a Frankie. Anyways, uh, let's get into it, and I hope you enjoy our conversation as much as I did. and Frankie. Okay, we can we can continue where you left off. Yeah. Um I'm obsessed. Yeah. Are you like I'm fully in. Yeah, same. Are you a Grace or are you a Frankie? I am a Grace. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I get that vibe. Yeah. Like very just Yeah, super like just yeah. <laughs> that was me pounding the table. Yeah. I said Quinn asked me that and I said I think I'm a little bit of both. I think everyone's a little bit of both. They bring out the best in us. They really do. Yeah. I love them. I love them so much. I love seeing them in real life interacting together. Oh, like I thought you were like, Lynn. I thought yeah. you meant like, we hang out. <laughs> we hang out. I Last see them after Thursday. set. Yeah, but to Pilates. Oh, Lily Tomlin, yeah. yeah. Have you seen 9 to 5? No, Quinn me also either. asked me this me and either. I haven't, yeah. I, haven't I feel like a poser. I know, I feel like, yeah. That I said I was going to watch it over the weekend. I didn't. Sorry, Quinn. Um, That's okay. Anyways, so thank you, Haley, for coming on yeah, to the podcast. But of course. Um, so where did you grow up and kind of how did you first get mm. into music is kind of how I've started right. all of these thus far. Okay. Well, I'm from Kelowna and it's a small town, so there's not so much you can do in terms of growth musically there. Mm-hmm. Um, so I moved to Vancouver in 2015, but you asked where I started, so I'll answer that. It was like, I think... In terms of what I do now, it stemmed from, I did classical opera for 10 years. Okay, like when? Yeah, yeah, that's actually how I met him. Cool. And we went to school together, etc. But yeah, in terms of what I do now, I think it just wasn't for me, the classical scene, Mm -hmm. that whole scene, you know, (laughs) you're in it. And so just branching out and doing my own thing. I've been writing my own songs since I was like a youngin, Mm -hmm. and it just felt like a natural shift. And it was good to grow up with that technique and I've thrown it all away now yeah yeah good. <laughs> but if you wanted to I'm sure it would come back very quickly yeah I've been thinking you know I've been trying to get into my roots yeah hit those high seas uh, slow but steady yeah yeah Some, someday. someday someday yeah I'll hit those whistle tones get those back yeah because I had them okay no I wish <laughs> I wish yeah Kelowna Kelowna. Mm-hmm. So Kelowna to Vancouver. And how old yeah. were you when you did that move? Uh, 20. 20. 20, okay. yeah. I believe. Yeah. I'm, oh, God. Yeah. I wish I was still 20, but I'm not. I'm old now. I'm so old. Yeah. And I went there to Vancouver in search of stardom and success. Mm-hmm. And it didn't really work out like that. Surprisingly. Weird. Weird. It didn't happen automatically. Yeah. But. Yeah, it's fun to work for things, yeah. I've found. You know, like, Kelowna is such a small 
town where I feel like you don't have to work. Well, that's bad to say, but I mean, like I felt like I just didn't really have to have to work at anything. Yeah. Which is like a really privileged white thing to say. Yeah. <laughs> and so it's I'm finding this new thing called hard work and I'm enjoying it okay. very thoroughly. Yeah. Got the dirt under your nails. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, being out there on your own, it's a struggle. Mm-hmm. I'm loving it. <laughs> Do you think that you feel that way about Kelowna? I guess because is it just easy to kind of like maximize your growth in the city and be like, OK, well, I've done it here now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, it's you can be like a big fish in a small pond. Yeah. But then you might drown. This is true. Do fish drown? Can fish drown? Um, I suppose that's... Well... Um, interesting route. Oh. We just went on. <laughs> Love the little segue. <laughs> call it in. Maybe. We got we to gotta call her on line one to answer that question. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Only so much you can do. Yeah. Don't, don't the but then fish. but then yeah, drowning fish it's interesting to say that now i guess because i would consider victoria a small town too but it is like probably my favorite place yeah for a music community right now interesting like it's so thriving and concentrated of all these talented artists and maybe it's just the complacency i felt in Kelowna that i can yeah. make that statement yeah maybe it's not so much the size and just the i the connotation that i have with Kelowna, it's just like yeah i don't want to thrive there about the same sizes i've never been but is it i don't know i would say yeah maybe i'm not sure yeah they're both and maybe Kelowna's bigger actually so i'm just digging know. myself a hole here someone's gonna be like no <laughs> <laughs> yeah they're like mm, i don't um, think so <laughs> i have no idea about anything cool let's continue Excellent. asking me questions and i can confidently answer them perfect um so you're studying opera mm-hmm. and then moved down to vancouver kind of how did your style did you continue to study classical music there or did you leave that no i stopped when i was 18 okay. so i had a bit of time to just kind of figure out what i was wanting to do and i was writing a lot of like folk music mm-hmm. and just like on the ukulele okay which i still kind of do what i'm trying to move away from mature if you will but yeah i was kind of just writing songs playing little cafe gigs and not really taking it as seriously as i wanted to mm-hmm. in this first couple years this is in vancouver yeah okay. like when i first moved out i just kind of ditched the whole classical scene went out on my own and played a lot of cafes <laughs> nice really living the life i mean it sounds pretty nice yeah it was nice girl on a ukulele yeah. In a coffee shop. Oh my god, with those quirky glasses. Yes. Who is she? Does she have a bob? Probably. Mm-hmm. I did. Right. <laughs> I did. Um. So now, kind of, how would you? I don't love this question, but how do you describe yourself as like an artist or the music that you're making now? Mm-hmm. I always have a hard time answering this question because yeah. it's like asking like, what kind of music do you right. like? Right. And anytime I think about it, like pop doesn't feel right yeah folk doesn't feel right i don't think i'm cool enough to say alternative and i heard someone i can't remember who it was that said that genre is more of like a marketing tool yeah if you don't personally feel like i don't feel connected to any genre label i don't like labels Mm -hmm. um and with the stuff i'm writing now like there are hints of pop there are hints of folk yeah there's like some rock influences yeah so yeah i feel like maybe pop could be more of a good marketing tool Mm -hmm. to 
like an umbrella term of well, my it's music. it's like a drop down on like when you're searching for music. Exactly. Right? So. Yeah. But yeah, nothing feels right. I guess I could say like songwriter feels a little yeah. bit more inclusive of everything I do because I, the first thing I think of is lyrics. Like that's the foremost thing. Okay. Um, yeah. I don't know. It's hard. It's hard to really describe yourself What's... vulnerably that way. Like, yeah, yeah, it's of pop course. music mm-hmm. influenced. And that like means what i know what does yeah. it mean popular popular music yeah and i was talking yesterday about someone we were talking about genre yesterday as well and like how indie isn't necessarily a genre but we're still categorizing yeah that's so it's it's i don't know yeah it's kind of funny i feel like music festival culture recently has changed a lot of that as well because mm-hmm. obviously like with you know coachella and things like that mm-hmm. even like eight years ago maybe it was still very much aimed like a lot of the acts were up and coming Mm quote-unquote indie maybe right but then like beyonce headlined last year yeah (laughs) i mean like it's good to have yeah so that mixture Mm -hmm. of i guess genres but yeah i don't know it feels so pretend like i feel like i'm sounding like an asshole saying it like i don't know what genre yeah well no i don't think that's pretentious i think that's just yeah Kind of what maybe what everyone feels like. I think that's probably what unless most you're like people. super confident in what um, genre you want to mm-hmm. go into, which I like. I don't even know. Yeah, and again, I think you're right. I think it is definitely more of a marketing tool mm-hmm. um, because that also doesn't leave a lot of room. Like if you're like okay, like I'm a yeah, I, I'm a rock artist. So I, I have guess, to write a rock then, song. Yeah, yeah, and then what happens then if your music starts to get a little bit farther away from that yeah totally like, are you yeah i don't want to be confined to like yeah if someone says oh yeah Haley's a folk artist and i'm like oh man now i gotta write a fleet foxes sounding yeah. ass song <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah, i can't do that yeah but of course there are little hints everywhere yeah, yeah. exactly mm-hmm. and it's it's a nice direction i think music in general is going right just kind of now as is yeah take it as is yeah yeah I yeah. like that, too. Singer-songwriter makes sense. Right. I mean, if you're doing that. Yeah. I feel it's like it's the most basic term. Yeah, of course. Because there's room for everything in there. Yeah. Because I'm singing it, and I'm writing it. Yeah. And what it is, who cares? Yeah. yeah. It's that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> it's the music. Yeah. Oh, yes, I love music. What's your process like for, like, making a piece of work? So you said you start mm. with the lyrics. Yeah. I'm... My songwriting process is quite random in the sense that if the song doesn't come to me all at once, mm-hmm. within like 10 seconds, I'll never write it. It ain't coming. Yeah. It's very weird. Like, I'll just have this kind of light on in mm-hmm. my head that's like, oh, that's that's a song and it's done. Mm-hmm. And then I'll take it to like my bandmates and I'll be like, hey, you want to write a bass line, do some drums? Because I can't think in drums. I'm like, add some more tss and a little bit more bong bong yeah <laughs> do the do the thing yeah so i'll just like write the melody line okay you know and uh let them work their magic yeah i was talking to my drummer brennan the other day about how like i love working with them because i can bring them like this just this basic song it's mm-hmm. like played all the way through and they'll just like sprinkle in all these intricacies that make it so much better mm-hmm. so i'm like i'll just bring you like a blank canvas almost yeah. that you can just like paint on and then we'll just have it and it's good oh that's great yeah it's a good little collaborative effort for sure and you said your band is in victoria yeah um 
pretty much everyone is. And then I, mm-hmm. one of my guitarists and I, we both are living in Vancouver. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. So do you come out here a lot then to work with them? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, I call it my second home. Okay. Nice. I'd love to live here, I think. Yeah. But I don't know. <laughs> Let me just think about that for a second. Yeah, I would. Yeah. I yeah. think it's like always a conversation between people in Victoria and Vancouver. It's just kind right. of Right. It's kind everyone's of the same. like, oh, you need to. I don't think I need to live here to immerse myself in the community. No. Yeah. It's um, a lot more welcoming, though, than Vancouver, I would say. Yeah. I don't know Vancouver super well. Like, I've never really spent like an extended amount of time there. Mm-hmm. Um, I like it enough. Me too. Oh, no. I yeah. just burped <laughs> on air. Love that. That's okay. Mm-hmm. Mm. Ah, sponsored it's by morning. Discovery Coffee. Yeah, we're still in the first <laughs> coffee of the day, so. Truly. I mean, I'm on, like, a couple, like, two or three now, but. Nice. Switching to tea. Get those shakes. Yeah. Table's just shaking. Yeah, makes me <laughs> Um. So, aside from doing, I'm sure this is all very related, um, when you are also big into the YouTubes, uh-huh. When did that start? Um, it started about after high school. It's, um, everyone was like, I always say everyone was going off to university to get yeah. their medical degree. And mm. I was just on the internet posting uh, very embarrassing videos of myself. <laughs> yeah. I feel like if you asked me this a couple of years ago, I'd be like, oh, yeah, YouTube's so great. Like, here we are. I'm living. Mm. I'm thriving. I'm creating. Um, and now anytime someone says it to me, I'm like, I like take a step back and I cringe. I'm like, oh no, you found out. Not that I am, I'm ashamed of being a YouTuber, Mm -hmm. I guess, because it's, I think I owe everything I have in terms of an audience to that Mm -hmm. right now, because it was such a great place to grow like a loyal fan base, I guess, and a brand or like a perception of myself Mm -hmm. that is um, how I kind of want to be seen as like just a genuine individual and I don't know yeah I'm proud of it but then I'm also like done with it now okay interesting. you know I'm like just kind of exhausted myself in terms of internet content that I can shell out yeah and that's not music yeah yeah fair enough I guess I'm just trying to take myself more seriously now mm-hmm. I'm like I'm almost 25 I need to start now mm-hmm. yeah but what it, is like the content that you're did it start off did English mm-hmm. did it start <laughs> out as it was like music at first and did it kind of evolve like what no it like was what's your content what, it's what like you, it's, it's a lot of just kind of blatantly showing people my life yeah which I really enjoyed doing because I don't think I I don't like to hide I don't know I, I guess the person who people see me online as is very true to myself Mm -hmm. so I really like just kind of it was like a diary I can't keep a diary in real life because I'm afraid that someone's going to read it and not think it's funny enough yeah so if I actually put it on the internet and people think it's funny or they enjoy it I feel happy (laughs) you know but yeah so it's a lot of like just oversharing yeah oversharing of myself but I did use it as kind of like this platform to build everything upon. Mm-hmm. And I think in the last couple of years, exposing people to my music or making it more of a job, like instead of YouTube, I'm moving into just 
being considered an like a musician or an artist yeah so it's great to have this group of people that are following me online follow me into this next chapter of course yeah which is really cool but yeah I'm just kind of done with the whole being perceived as like it, it what is the word I'm looking for like an online creator or like an influencer, like influencer kind of yeah. thing I don't relate to that I don't feel any sort of sentiment to that yeah. person that I can be considered as, or I was yeah it's funny that we have such like a we have such a funny attitude towards the word influencer I know and I don't really know why I think it's just like the first thing that jumps to your mind is like an Instagram model yeah which is not a bad thing no but I think if you're looking at it from someone say like your perspective mm-hmm. like you have in quote-unquote influence right because you've like grown a following from really like a lot of work that you've put in yeah which is not to say that instagram models don't there's nothing wrong with that but i think there's something pretty different with like what you're doing which is producing a lot of content rather Mm -hmm. than just like taking a bunch of photos and yeah i guess it's like quite different i don't know I would like to say I'm exactly like an Instagram model yeah. in both physical and uh, content. But yeah. I see what you're saying. I mean, saying. I didn't see any, like, <laughs> skinny tea posts, so I don't Oh, you yeah. Are yeah. Man, I've been getting – anytime I get an email like that, I'll just delete it. Yeah. I'm like, I don't really want to, like, dignify this with, an, with a no. But uh, yeah. they're persistent. Yeah. Skinny tea, if you're listening, I have to – decline respectively, <laughs> Thank you. respectively decline i'm sorry i haven't told you that sooner after your 27 follow-up emails oh my goodness oh yeah they re- i don't know why they think i'm a really great ambassador for that brand mm-hmm. i'm like just move on and find someone else <laughs> like, clearly i'm not your gal but yeah. i don't know i'm flattered <laughs> <laughs> thank you <Bye>. thank you <laughs> um was youtube something that you were doing full-time kind of yeah yeah so like that was your job essentially right it still kind of is yeah I mean you don't make a hell of a lot of money yeah but I mean you can get some like nice little sponsorships Mm -hmm. and I'll only really agree to do sponsorships if they're like brands that kind of correlate with what I like yeah that's right my morals ethics etc but yeah I'm really just trying to focus on music as a job so right now it is but then there's also YouTube yeah so I'm finding like the kind of balance between doing what I really want to do which is music and having that not be as profitable yet but still backing it with something that I can still be creative in yeah and like entertaining people who are really loyal to me and that it's not that I don't enjoy it I just don't really want to do that yeah and be seen as that anymore yeah no and you like shouldn't have to stay in it just because right just because people are like we we want you to make videos and I'm like well I want to make a ballad yeah a huge i want to write a musical yeah i actually do that would be cool yeah that'd be fun that'd be fun what would it be about Mm. a robot i'm just spitballing here a robot sentient robot can't say i know a robot musical off the top of my head so you may be on to something uh-huh and uh let's see it's um it's a commentary on the way we view women okay yeah how did the robots you. A man made the robot. Okay, yeah. Wow, I'm loving this. She becomes sentient. She has her own values in her own mind. Mm-hmm. And she grows. And, you know, 
<laughs> I'll, I'll work. We'll workshop this yeah. later. Mm-hmm. I feel like another. this is. I'm tingling with anticipation yeah. to talk about it later. But <laughs> yeah, we need. We a need like board. we need a whiteboard and we need one stat. Yeah, we'll move it to the other room. After okay. This. Okay. Okay. Perfect. <laughs> um, I think what you're doing though it makes a lot of sense and it's very natural to kind of yeah to have these two different creative outlets highlight each other and kind totally. of work together. Like it's very yeah. like, symbiotic it's relationship. A, yeah, and it's a good stepping stone into the other one. I think mm-hmm. there are a lot of um, YouTubers, I guess, that I've followed that are doing like the same thing or have yeah. done the same thing, and it's like really been nice to see that following not just drop them yeah like because they're not doing youtube or anything anymore so it's uh encouraging to see that Mm. and it gives me more confidence yeah in terms of the fact that i'm not just like leaving people in the dust who have supported me yeah in that channel so yeah and like i don't want to like speak for you but um i'm sure this is the case for a lot of people that get into youtube and things like that Mm -hmm. so you do want to share something that you are creating yeah it's just the media in which you want to deliver it is just totally. changing a little bit. And again, exactly. like you were saying, you don't really necessarily want to let people into all aspects of your life anymore all the time. Yeah. That sounds extremely draining. I don't think I could ever do yeah. that. But good yeah. on you. Thanks. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah I, I like to see it as like I'm becoming more aware of yeah. the fact that I was sharing so much. Like mm-hmm. I feel like I was just kind of blissfully ignorant to the fact that I could just like show you my house or something. And I'm yeah. like, now I'm terrified of getting murdered. Yeah. And I'm like, oh man, I really should have thought before I shot that shot and uploaded it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So. And I guess, too, when you're starting out, like your assumption is who's going to see right. this? Right. So. Totally. And I don't want to say that now I'm afraid of stalkers because I'm like super famous or like mm-hmm. I have, but you know, you never know. I want to just be a little bit more surprising I guess. yeah you know leave a little bit more leave them wanting more yeah <laughs> never a bad thing yeah <laughs> um would you have any advice for someone that would be interested in pursuing like a similar i mean endeavor it's not so much as advice it's just words of like encouragement to just yeah. if you want to create something and have the, the world see it like don't let anyone stop you to do that mm-hmm. Even if it's just like little daily vlogs of your life, yeah, oversharing, go ahead and do it. Yeah, I mean it's I, it's hard to with YouTube. I feel like there is a shelf life for stuff like that, mm-hmm. and that's why I'm kind of another reason I'm moving away from it. But maybe it's not. Maybe it will live on forever. I mean, technology is never going away. Mm-hmm. So maybe like a platform like YouTube, YouTube is a great place to hone your skill and, and like create. A, a career of some sort yeah or like a impact yeah but yeah i would just say just do it yeah why not yeah like what else are you gonna do go to school yeah right <laughs> i didn't <laughs> look at me now <laughs> yeah it's interesting like whether or not you know a platform like youtube will be around i think that's something that our generation really does need to think about because mm-hmm. there are so many careers being oh, made totally. like on youtube and instagram and things like that and i think it's very important to own where your work is yeah. and it's kind of scary for me anyways to think about like if you know instagram shut down tomorrow those jobs just wouldn't exist anymore yeah. and that just wouldn't you wouldn't that's crazy and that's like the same with youtube whereas at least you know if you're making music and it's not obviously that's another channel that you're able to use yeah 
and to market and whatever and to interact with people and mm -hmm. you know it can be work as well um but it's kind of a scary thought to put all your eggs into literally somebody else's basket right and you're they, at the hands of the peril yeah, of anyone else yeah and you just don't you just don't know what's gonna happen yeah which is kind of the sustainability yeah of internet career seems so uh fleeting but then also so permanent yeah exactly it doesn't like i don't think it's going balance. anywhere like not anytime soon yeah but i just yeah i think it's very important to if you're using that to use it to direct people back to what is the, is yours yeah exactly yeah. yeah like whether that's your own website or you know mm -hmm. to streaming your music elsewhere right but yeah well, we just got really. I don't know if that, that made was any like, sense. No, um, yeah, that felt that really dignified. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like my like quite dignified and smart. Cool, that was a good convo. <laughs> and then I end it with saying convo, convo. Oh god, oh god. I got a little chat. <laughs> so in 2018, you released two EPs. I saw Zero Charisma <laughs> and Let Yourself Go. Can you tell me a little bit about? your decisions to release the two within the same year and kind of how they're I guess like why not one what right was, yeah <laughs> well I will tell you um I totally forgot about Zero Charisma that mm. EP completely erased it from my mind okay yeah and um it, it's like an EP of demos that I think I just kind of wanted to put out into the world and yeah. be like okay this is something new or like something weird it's not really what I normally write or it's not anything that I really want to professionally produce so like here just have it and now i'm kind of mad at myself because i really love the title zero charisma and i'm like mm. oh damn what a good album title and i just completely threw oh, it away no. didn't even know i didn't even appreciate it i just threw it away oh no i know i'm really sad but oh, that's brutal yeah so to answer your question i completely forgot i did that and then i released the ep that i'd been working on and was all professional mm -hmm. and such and yeah <laughs> what was the rest of the question um i'm just thinking about how sad i am now no i think i think that was it just I like why did i do it? it yeah i guess just like why like two within the same year like not that yeah. there's anything wrong with that but i think it's just kind of it was just kind of surprising i guess yeah i wish i had yeah. like oh oh you don't know my strategy mm -hmm. uh no it's just kind of a thing yeah like i said i never used to think before i put out yeah. a what that could be concerned. Yeah. <laughs> if you're just tuning in, I'm talking about music. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I wish I wish I had a better answer for you other yeah. than that. Is your sound like quite different between the two? Like do you oh, feel yeah. like they're very different totally. for you as an artist? The songs on Zero Charisma are very like heavily electronically produced. Okay. I did I like it was my first hand at doing like MIDI stuff mm -hmm. and like synths and it's very badly uh, arranged mm -hmm. because they are just demos that I had never had never like dipped my toe in that pond of like having like a <laughs> you get it um and then let yourself go is just kind of I guess what I what you'd normally hear from me yeah for the most part like it feels like more yeah it's more like genuine and true to the music I have always been creating okay but yeah now oh man zero charisma Maybe I'll just delete it and pretend it never happened and then just be like, oh, look at my album. You could. I could. I can do whatever I want. Do whatever you want. I'm a freaking sentient robot. <laughs> the musical. <laughs> the musical. 
I guess on the same kind of topic of works that you've produced, how do you feel that things have evolved for you since your first album, Late Bloomer, in 2016? 2016. 2016, yeah. Late Bloomer was all kind of like acoustic, yeah. folky, ukulele, vocal-driven, just like very airy, yeah. nice, sweet. And Let Yourself Go, it was like the gradual shift into full band, mm-hmm. which I'd always envisioned myself doing. And kind of like that step collaborating with other people which mm-hmm. i would never done and now i feel like the stuff i'm writing now um we're writing for a new album is like i'm ditching the ukulele mm. we're going more like just a, everything's just kind of maturing i feel like i'm just at a point in my life where i feel just kind of i'm finally like growing yeah you know i've always felt like perpetually 10 years old mm-hmm. and now i'm actually kind of acting my age sounding my <clears throat> sounding my age yes. and just feeling things differently and like how i'm experiencing things is different and so that translates into the songs i'm writing mm-hmm. everything's a little bit darker more mature i don't know i don't know i don't know you know everything's just i think that it's getting just kind of better yeah <laughs> you know I have more experience in collaborating with others now. Mm-hmm. And so I know how to, like, take that. And I, I know how, like, Brennan and Trevor, who I work the songs with, how they'll think. So, like, leave yeah. room for them to do something here or something there in a song. So, yeah, I'm getting into a good routine of writing with others and writing new, more evolved yeah. sounding stuff. Yeah. That's cool how your brain, like, your thinking does yeah shift yeah into it does a more you know cause that what collaborative yes mindset yes and i also thought you were gonna say cathartic there and yeah. it is becoming it, a lot more cathartic excellent to write songs i used to write songs a lot um not based on experience okay. and mostly just random thoughts in my head or like a storyline yeah. like one of my favorite songwriters is andy schoff schoff some people say schoff i say schoff um and i'll stand by it mm-hmm. and a lot of his songs are just like storylines yeah and whether they're personal or not i always was like oh that's cool that he's just literally writing a story and putting it to music i think that's really cool too i think yeah i don't know i think it's almost harder to do that yeah yeah so i was inspired a lot by that when i was younger and now i'm kind of writing things from my own perspective which is new and very cathartic full circle yeah <laughs> and again i think that's just like maturing in life yeah and yeah yeah not knowing how to express anything at all yeah and instead of repressing mm-hmm. write it out man sing it freaking and belt sure it too like having a career using a platform like youtube like mm-hmm. you obviously become a lot more comfortable with sharing so maybe right. that translates a little bit and it's like the only places i can yeah which is unhealthy maybe Nah, nah, nah. It's nice. Yeah, it's, a it's fine. There. Yeah, sure. We'll cross that bridge when we get there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you recently joined a I saw on the interwebs, um, mm. an all girls rock band, Babe yes. Corner. Can you tell me a little bit more about that and kind of how? I guess you were saying that your mindset has kind of changed to a more collaborative in general when yeah. you're writing and stuff. No, anyways, but you were kind of just talking about working like with your own band at that point. How is that different working with your band for your solo 
projects versus totally yeah um i'm loving being in babe corner i play bass okay, and i cool. learned bass just so i could be in this man band wow that is commitment. It, it's so fun i love being involved in something where it's not like i'm not the forefront of it yeah you know i can kind of just like slip into the background dissolve into obscurity yeah. <laughs> and it's fun to just sees like if so it's um one of my good friends Lindsay she created this project it's pretty much her passion project okay. and it's just a bunch of her friends um coming together to like just be in it with her so she'll write all the songs and we'll like write little parts that we play or whatever so it's fun in that sense that I it's not that I don't have a stake in it so I'm like kind of just like doing my own thing but it's it's a different m- way I've never worked before where I'm just kind of I don't know it's not like my passion project you know yeah. like it's not like I'm writing these songs I have to take charge I've never really had a leader in the musical sense because it's always just been my solo stuff yeah so I'm having a really good time not being the center of attention yeah. and like not having all the pressure of leading a band you know I'm I am the band now mm-hmm which is a different thing I've never done, and I'm loving it. Cool. <laughs> Turns out I love being invisible. The bassist is just, like, the dark one. Yeah, you know? it like, always is in the band. Yeah. You know, when we get on stage and the, the lights, like, the spotlights are on, I'm like, you don't need to have one on I me. I'll just be back here doing yeah. my thing. I'll just be slapping this E-note. <laughs> you guys carry on. But it is still re- very collaborative. Like, mm-hmm. she'll we'll talk about everything. Like, what should we what how do we want to portray ourselves how do we want this to sound we just recorded an ep um and that was fun being in the studio and just like working with Lindsay and seeing how she wants it to grow because we don't have anything out there yet we're just Mm -hmm. playing like locally and another thing i loved about or i love (laughs) perhaps present tense about doing babe corner is i'm getting immersed into like the diy scene that I feel like my solo project never really fit in okay, cool. because Babe Corner is a lot more grungy, a little bit more like rock and roll for sure. Mm-hmm. I think that I could definitely define Babe Corner in a genre mm-hmm. easily in a good way. Like it's just very all girl rock, mm-hmm. super fun. And so we're, I'm being immersed into this scene, like the underground Vancouver scene that I yeah. just never saw. And it's really fun. Cool. To be kind of like grungy, a little <laughs> bit like, well, you know, it's fun. Cool. Yeah. It must be pretty interesting and pretty different, I guess, working to realize somebody else's artistic mm-hmm. vision. Yeah, I love being a part of that. Yeah. Yeah. It's cool. Rather than your own, obviously. Totally. And I'll be like, oh, we should do this, or what if we did this? And like, I don't care if she says no. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> And you don't have to be the person that makes that decision. Yeah, it's fun. It's fun. And she's making great decisions. Like, Mm -hmm. Lindsay knows what she's doing. So it's fun to be behind someone who is so passionate about something like that. I don't know. Yeah. It's really fun. This dynamic is new. Nice. Yeah. I'm glad you're liking it. It sounds really cool. Oh, man, I'm loving it. When did that? When did you first start? I joined in... October I'm okay. pretty sure oh so really re- very recently really recently okay. they were they're going through a shift of members we hadn't found a drummer when I joined mm-hmm. so we were just like kind of having friends come in yeah. guest spot in the drums 
but now we have a permanent drum like everyone's pretty much in it now okay cool and it feels fully formed and like ready to ready to rock ready to rock, i'm just ready i'm ready to rock yeah. <laughs> so you're pretty active across a whole bunch of social media platforms or i guess like the main ones like mm-hmm. you know facebook twitter youtube instagram do you find it the audience to be different across each one and like the way that you communicate obviously the platforms are different and have different purposes but do you find that you would curate be the right word but like curate for the audience there yeah do you find like that interaction different not so much i like to i like to be as consistent as possible because i feel like i kind of have if you're following me on instagram you're probably following me on twitter or you're following Mm me on um i I would say facebook is trash yeah (laughs) i'll just go out and make a direct quote you can quote me. Facebook is trash. I hate Facebook. But yeah, I don't know. I don't think that there's any kind of rhyme or reason to what I'm doing mm-hmm. in terms of trying to uh, continue building. Yeah. Like, you know, like ha- that hashtagging or like my dad's trying to get into Instagram like and promote his business. And he's mm-hmm. like, what should I do? And I'm like, I literally don't know. Like mm-hmm. this just. What's his business? He's an artist. Okay. Yeah. So he's like, how can I like get my art out there like should i hashtag and i'm like mm, if you want i guess yeah. like probably not because that seems like not as useful as people think but maybe it is i don't know i'm not oh i'm sorry hitting the mic yeah it's hard for me to give like advice on how to build like a platform on social media other than just like keep posting yeah. what you want to post mm-hmm. but yeah i i just tried and inst- I try and stay consistent. There's nothing I really do specifically to cater to each platform. Yeah, that makes sense. It's kind of just me spewing. I'm spewing. Spewing. Yeah. Knowledge. Yeah. Except Facebook is trash. Yeah, it's just not Facebook. Facebook's yeah. a weird one. I think it's definitely, um, I think it's great for connecting with friends and family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. This could be totally wrong. But yeah, I don't know in terms of guess like maybe not business but for art if yeah it's a little i feel like facebook is a lot more uh people use it to market in terms of like ads Mm -hmm. but like i don't know if it's easy to build an audience through facebook yeah i feel like if you have something that you want to share on social media it would be hard to reach the masses on facebook Mm -hmm. unless you did like paid sponsored ads mm-hmm. and stuff which mm-hmm. um i've done a little bit before but i've never really seen great results yeah from it. well i mean i even think i don't really use facebook ever me very <laughs> um but i don't know that i've ever interacted with yeah like a business page right you don't like go to facebook to like see check what, that out yeah like if i'm it's very much to just it's because i'm interacting with like a mm-hmm. personal totally thing or like school now i guess which is kind of like weird that that became a thing but mm-hmm. yeah a lot of school stuff is on there now mm-hmm. which is not good because i miss a lot of it, cause I don't <laughs> it often. yeah i tried yesterday just on the subject of social media i deleted instagram yeah because a couple of my friends have deleted it like for a lengthy period of time and they're like it feels good because mm-hmm. they 
just like even now i'm like very aware that i'm just picking up my phone and immediately going to instagram yeah. i'm like how did i get here i know like, it's this just muscle memory so i deleted it for an hour yeah yeah it's crazy yeah now that they have the thing too that's like you've spent this much time on instagram i know well it's horrifying after i deleted it i was like oh i have to do this podcast tomorrow and i don't know where it is yeah <laughs> i was like i have to get it back I that's why it back. i have to get it yeah. or download it sorry guys yeah yeah sorry oh my god i have to go back and see uh, what fault. time <laughs> yeah that's okay yeah it's hard we do it does absorb so much of your time and like whether mm-hmm. or not i think whether or not your relationship to instagram is like healthy mm-hmm. or not really depends on you know what you we're getting out of it yeah exactly and like how that's making you feel but yeah i, I feel mean, like i maybe have an unhealthy relationship with instagram. regardless whether your relationship is healthy or unhealthy i think everyone can agree it's a big time suck oh my god yeah but the hugest time suck yeah is sucking on time and i think we also we forget <laughs> how to like we don't know how to wait oh my god i have the worst patience really weird yeah no because yeah. like if your phone dies and you're at like a bus stop what are you gonna what do? do, you do? <laughs> I know. Who was I Which talking? Which is so sad. I was talking to someone recently about. They're like, "Have you ever just tried walking and not listening to music?" Mm. And I'm like, "What mm. did you just say?" <laughs> I'm like, "No, that wasn't English. Yeah. That doesn't make any sense." And they're like, "You should just try, like, walking somewhere mm-hmm. and like listening to the world." And I'm like, "Okay, weirdo, <laughs> get yeah, away from me." It's so funny. Yeah, it's weird the, the things we feel like we have to do yeah like on my way here walking i'm like your phone's in here yeah, we go exactly going on a walk Blinders. like yeah and i'm like oh let's open up instagram and scroll while i'm walking so safe why yeah why do i do that i don't know yeah but i do love instagram yeah love it it's fun it's fun i mean if i didn't i would have gotten rid of it by now i know i feel i feel the same i wouldn't have downloaded it again yeah. 60 minutes <laughs> after but. i deleted it it's fun so whatever yeah. pick your battles yeah what is kind of what's next for you what, what do you have I think kind of, what is your instagram what's your instagram <laughs> handle no we'll do the plugs at the end oh gotcha gotcha Duh. what's next um yeah, yeah i'm trying to uh record an album okay cool yeah like a, a little debut into the world of uh how many songs i don't know 20 10 2010 great year um just trying yeah we're in the process of writing it and arranging it so that i've been on the island for a few days now mm-hmm. and it's it's an interesting process to because i feel like with the last with the ep i had a fully fleshed idea i'm like okay these are what the songs are going to sound like let's go and record them mm-hmm. bang bang they're done Whereas this one, I'm like, I want to make it so particular and I want to take my time with it, which is something I feel like I didn't do with Let Yourself Go. I was just, yeah. I didn't have the patience again. I just kind of wanted to put it out into the world. So I'm being very meticulous this time around. And I'm I'm liking it. <laughs> I'm liking taking my time. We're going on tour in March, cool. which is going to be fun. We're gonna dip our toes into the U.S. of A. Really? Yeah. And uh, I'm excited to do that. Yeah. Have you toured in the states before? No. Still waiting to see if my visa gets approved. So maybe I won't. Oh, yeah. <laughs> those are such a. Uh, those are fun. 
I love visas. Yeah, I hear I don't. <laughs> I feel like I lost a few years of my life applying for yeah. that stuff. But hopefully it will reap the rewards. I'm sure it will. Yeah. yeah. And I'm sure it'll you'll be mm-hmm. I'll get in there, it'll be fine. Oh, we'll just slip right under the border. Yeah. They won't even see us. No. Yeah. No, I'm excited for that. Writing the album, touring in the States, and then hopefully recording it. And yeah. maybe it'll come out in five years. <laughs> what is the process for making this piece of work? Like, um, like are you recording? Is it like self-produced? What are you doing? I'm working still with like Brennan and Trevor. Okay. And we're hoping it's the thing that I want to do differently this time is not record it all in Trevor's basement. <laughs> okay. I want to actually take it to like a studio. Mm-hmm. Uh, preferably one where we can just kind of go there for the amount of time that we want to record it yeah. and never leave okay. and just kind of like hole up there, yeah. record it, feel good about it, and then that's that. But um, we're st- we haven't really booked any studio time yet. Yeah. But we should. We should do that very quick. Yeah, I'm hoping to just kind of make it a very immersive experience where like we're not going to think of anything else and we're just going to record this. Mm. But with writing it, really have fun with it and try a lot of new things Mm -hmm. yeah i'm excited to really get into that because i feel like it's a long time coming for a lot of these songs yeah yeah are they pieces that you've been like sitting on for a long time yeah some of them for sure i just they needed either to breathe a new life into them or like i just didn't know how to articulate the idea i had yeah and now I feel like I'm ready to do that. Yeah. And give them life. Yeah. Well, it sounds like you, like, surrounded yourself with a pretty good team. Yeah, yeah, totally. You understand how, like, each other mm-hmm. works. Yeah. No. You can read their mind. Yeah. Which is always good. It's bad stuff in there. Oh, no. There's some bad stuff in there. <laughs> Dark. <laughs> um, Haley, where can people find you mm. on the internet? Definitely on Instagram. Definitely media. on Facebook. At what? Okay. Uh, <laughs> I tried to see if maybe I could get my handle changed to my name, but somebody has it. And Haley yeah. Blay from Wisconsin, if you're listening, please give me your handle. But my handle right now is HBlaySauce. <laughs> That's great. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of across the board. Twitter, yeah. Instagram, um, YouTube. You can just search my name. Cool. And she'll pop right up. Um, yeah, HBlaySauce. One S. One S. Mm-hmm. An inclusive S for sauce and play. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much. For Thanks for having on. me. This is fun. Cool. I have the coffee shakes now. Yeah. I'm also glad that we have this pop filter and you don't have to smell my coffee breath. Oh, my nose is plugged from like just winter and cold in general. Aww, so. That's cute. Yeah. Okay. Good, 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 good. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode and thanks again Haley for coming on to the podcast i've linked to the show notes for this week in the description so please check those out for more information on the topics that we discussed as well as some photos and media and information about Haley's upcoming shows if you enjoyed this episode please give us a rating and review on itunes we are still in our early stages so they really do help 
if you have any topics that you would like me to bring up with one of our next guests, please either email me at offkey at membran.net or send me a message at either Membran Labs or Linsa Arnold on Instagram. Offkey and Fault Tolerant, our sibling podcast on tech and blockchain, are both produced by Membran Entertainment Canada, aka Membran Labs, a music services company that provides distribution services for the export of Canadian music. We're also exploring blockchain technology to create a more transparent and secure ecosystem for music rights owners to get paid. If you're interested in recording your own podcast at Membran Labs, you can find out more information on our website, www.membranlabs.com. That's it for now. I will see you next Monday. And here is Small Foreign Faction by Haley Blay. Chain reaction